0: Hello. She's um, welcome, bro. What? It's a
1: weird welcome. It is a weird welcome.
0: Okay, everybody. This is Kiki and B. Um, What's up, y'all? I'm I'm no, no, I'm not Brooke. I'm Kiara. <laughs> I'm
1: Brooke. Um,
0: and this is just two best friends talking about Jesus. So, um, yeah, today's topic per se is going to be um how to live out your faith in the daily and what that looks like because I think a lot of the times um on Sundays especially, Christians, you know, they're in church, they're 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 in church, they feel good, they feel hyped, and then they leave church, and then life hits them, right? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: yeah.
0: that's a very real issue. It's, like, everything is so grand and spectacular when yeah. you're in the presence of God, but then you, you have to go. Like, you have yeah. to leave. Like, you have, you to, have to live your to live life. life yeah. Exactly. You have to go talk with your kids. You have to go talk to the, like, Starbucks barista who made your drink wrong. Like, life is real. <laughs> like, so... Ha- how does how do we do that as Christians? How do we live that out? How do we keep the presence of God continually on us through our day-to-day and not just on Sundays and Wednesdays? Um,
1: I think it honestly, if I can start it off, it comes with a daily devotion and that Bible reading in the morning or at night, whenever you do it in your daily time with God, mm-hmm. being genuine with it. And um, yeah, just talking, even talking to him throughout your day. And just treating him as a best yeah. friend.
0: Yeah. I agree. Um, I think a lot of the times, especially as the church, we kind of neglect that that Bible reading. Like, if we're all about prayer. At least in my personal experience, I've been very prayer-oriented and not word-oriented. Mm-hmm. And I think that there needs to be a healthy ebb and flow of both in order for you to really, like, grow your relationship with God. Because, like, it's really cool to pray and, like, talk to God. But if you're not having a basis for what you're standing on, like, that's—it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, like, like Brooke said, just putting that time aside and saying, no, when I wake up in the morning, I don't care if I have to get up at 5am, I'm going to spend time with God because that's what sets your day. That's what makes it or
1: breaks it. That's what sets the trajectory for it. Mm. Um, yeah. If you don't have that, it's going to go horribly. Exactly. I've been there where it's like, I haven't had any time with God and say, oh, I'll be fine. Like all this. I prayed yesterday. No, like, you need a daily refreshing, like, oh gosh, I'm trying to plug in, continue, sorry. But
0: yeah, no, that was where it was at. Yeah, I think, personally, as Christians, we are called to be living in continual peace, joy, and all the fruits of the Spirit Mm -hmm. should be in our lives on the daily, like, Mm -hmm. and the only way we're going to gain that is by our personal time with God. Like, you can't expect to be able to witness to someone when you yourself are not being witnessed to. Yeah.
1: You can't I love expect... It. I love it the way... Oh, sorry. No,
0: you're... you're um, go ahead.
1: I love it the way uh, Pastor Nate says it.
0: Nate Rosher, for Nate those Rosher. of you who don't know, <laughs> yeah. um, pastor at New Creation.
1: Yeah. Um, he says, don't go three days without talking to God, without hearing from God. And that's such a truth, because if you go three days, like, I don't know if three days is like a special day or whatever, it's not, but three days away from God is not good. Yeah, and it will do something to your spirit, and it won't. It'll tear down your spirit rather than building it up. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I think it was
0: last week. Uh, this lady named Hannah Wznieski, a leader at church, was preaching, and she was basically like, "That daily time, God has a thing to speak to you every single day, and you will only hear that word." when you choose to put that daily devotion in. Like, yeah. God literally has something designed and has something planned out that he wants to speak to you. A new revelation he wants to give you. An area of His your life that he wants you to approve. Somebody you want he needs you to talk to every single day. He has that for you. But it's whether or not we choose to step into the presence of God and take five minutes out of our day and really press in. Because when we really press in, that's when we see it. That's when we see the peace. That's when we see the joy. That's when we see witnessing becoming so easy.
1: Yeah, because if you don't fill yourself up, you're not gonna be able to
0: give anything out. Exactly. It's it's like an empty glass. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're gonna be tr- tr- like trying to get that one drop of water to help someone else. But when you like when your glass is full, you're able to pour mm-hmm. that out onto others, mm-hmm. and your glass will be continuously full because you're going to the well of God. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, yeah, it all comes down to that daily time with God. It all comes down to that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Brooke, this is just a question for you. How do you navigate that daily time with God while you are working? And, like, personally right now, I'm about to start working, but I'm 16. I don't really have that responsibility just Mm -hmm. yet. But, Brooke, how do you do that?
1: Yeah, well, I would say, like, even when I first started working, um, just learning how to schedule out that time and putting first things first. So obviously God's first. Like, He's the one who got you the job. He's the one that blesses you with the money you get from the job. So if you were to not put him first like even now it's a struggle to be like nope I'm gonna get up early and like sometimes I miss it like obviously we're always gonna miss it but just as long as you get that time in even after work or even Hannah also said this like getting it was Nesky yeah yeah (laughs) getting that 15 minute time in while you're driving to work if you get up late like if you that's 15 extra minutes of prayer and like that's okay like just as long as you get some time in don't put so much pressure on like oh i need an hour of prayer every single day like no like just as long as you get some prayer time in and you're talking to god that's all that matters and obviously there's times where you need to pray more and there's times where you need to seek god more Mm -hmm. and especially like even now in my life right now um I'm in an internship right now and kind of right now is a preparation time. I don't know for what, like, but yeah. So right now is kind of just like a preparation time and mm-hmm. time where I need to pray more and more. And obviously praying more is good, but at the same time, if you don't, if you need to just take 15 minutes out of your day, that's more than nothing. And yeah. that's what's important.
0: I think if we look just back at all these mighty men of God we see in the Bible, like King David and such, these guys were so good and these guys mm-hmm. accomplished so much for the kingdom because they had real life relationships with God. Yeah. They were after God's heart. They chose to pursue God and not the world. And at least for me, I like kind of go into things really strong and then they kind of dwindle and I notice that I cannot do that with God. Because if I do choose to do that, like, I'm going to fail so quickly. And so for me, it's just finding a very, very, very healthy balance because sometimes that's, like, it's difficult to do that. But um, I think when you do it, you you just will see a marvelous amount of change. And, like, what Brooke was saying, like, some seasons are pre- meant for preparations and some seasons are, like, harvest. So, like, mm-hmm. it does not matter where you're at right now. God is the same in every season and you did, you need to be pushing into – to know yeah. Him more and to see Him more and to see a move of God in every season. I don't care if you've been doing this for two years or 20. Mm-hmm. God is still God and you still need to see Him move. And the only way you see Him move in your life is through fellowship mm-hmm. with the Father. And we complicate it sometimes as Christians. We yeah. make it so spiritual. Like, I just need to, like, per I'm sorry, somebody's texting <laughs> me. Uh, I just need to, like, pray eight hours a day. And, like, I'm just, like sensing like God, like really talking to me no no (laughs) I I that's not what it's like you're having a conversation with your father with your dad with your daddy if you will that's
1: the thing like you don't have to filter it exactly you don't have to have any fancy words and that's what I love about God is that you don't have to do anything fancy like Jesus chose fishermen he chose Moses who had like a stutter stutter and like yeah so you don't have to filter yourself with God
0: you have to be honest and open with God in order to have a real-life relationship with someone. Because this is just for me. If you are friends with somebody in real life or you think of them as an acquaintance or something, real-life relationships are not built on, oh my gosh, how are you? I'm good. No, that's not what relationships are built on. Relationships are built in the nitty and the gritty and being real, honest, and like real. So you cannot build your relationship with God if you are still stuck in this small talk space. If you're still stuck in this... Oh, this like i'm 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 doing great God, it's just a little no, that's no, you'd say, God, I'm struggling with this, Lord, I almost lusted after this God, I don't know how I'm gonna pay my bills, Lord, I need you, yeah that is how you build a relationship with God, yeah. I just yeah it, i it took me a long time to get there because I don't know if I'm there yet because there are still parts of myself that I hold back yeah. from telling God because I think there's like a shame shame surrounding it, and I almost. I almost don't want to be honest with God because I think that he's going to judge me. But the reality is God's not human. God is God. God is so good and he's gracious and he's kind and he's right. there.
1: And if you think back to times where you have been real with him, He's there's never been a moment where he's been like, okay, you suck. Exactly. Right? And if he did, that ain't God. That's the devil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you just think back to those moments even and yeah. remember that.
0: I think like... Just also looking back at how God has been to you in your life is another thing that really helps you mm-hmm. deepen that relationship with God. If you look at the things that he's brought you out of, like for me personally, God did not become real to me until I walked through the hardest, darkest season of my entire life. Mm. That's when God got real because I realized that I can't do it on my own. And if I keep trying, I'm going to fail again and again and again and again. I think, um, Yeah. God becomes real when you need him the most, yeah, and but we have to keep that same attitude of God, even when we're at our best moments. We have to be praising Him when we're at our worst and then worshipping Him when we're at our best, because the reality is the reason we're at our best is because God chose us, redeemed us, saved us, and brought us out of that yeah. nasty, dark, dingy place, yeah. but yeah, kind of just back to what we were talking about originally, daily devotions with God is numero uno on your list Yeah, and keep you. it will um Brooke I have another question for you um when you were in high school because I don't really know who's going to be listening to this but let's just say there's some high school students that are listening to this how did you keep that daily devotion with God in high school if you didn't be like what happened how did you lose it
1: yeah um I would say I was really good at it in the in the beginning half of my um time in high school probably like freshman through junior year i was really good at it um i think i just was really involved i think what really kept me was being involved in church and serving at church and i know like that doesn't yeah. ultimately keep you a relationship with god keeps you but like having that accountability with people and like especially with hannah and hannah was nesky and hannah, yeah. hannah and other people in my life, um, that was one thing that really kept me going, and, um, yeah, and then just also, once again, that that getting up early, and having that just, like, Ugh. that grit, and being, say like, amen if you can't do that, <laughs> yeah, it's tough, Call her at your Girl, and, yeah. Um, yeah, and then, like, junior, junior through senior year, I got super horrible at it, and didn't, I just got involved with the wrong people, I won't get into it, but, um and just didn't have that grit anymore yeah and even now I'm still the, like still working on that and trying to get that back and um yeah no and I would go back to even just having that grit and being like no I'm gonna do this because I love God and because I'm to grow grow my relationship with God yeah and because he's done so much for me yeah. Why would I not want to spend time with him? Mm-hmm. Because I can receive that peace, that joy. That contentment. Yeah, that, that hope. That content, that hope, like, and not feel depressed anymore, not feel like crap anymore, like. Yeah. And just, he just keeps me going, like, and that's, and, and not just because of that, but because, dude, Jesus died on the cross for me. Like, why would I not want that? Yeah, I think right now
0: as just a kind of a perspective coming from someone that is in that, like, high school stage of life. Um, I do not have, like, a set prayer time. And I know that's horrible. And I know, like, I probably should be better that. I'm, like, I don't. Like, no. I pray in my car a lot. Like, that's what I do when I drive because I, like, I drive out to Hillsborough all the time. And that's, like, a 30-minute drive there. And then a 30-minute drive back. So that's when I pray. I pray in my bedroom late at night. Like, I read my Bible. Like, I, it's, there's zero, like, no. there's zero, like, Brooke was saying, there's not, there's not a time that I do it,
1: which Mm -hmm. I probably
0: should change. I'm definitely trying to do that. But I think when like you bring your heart to God and you're like, God, I'm going to fit you in wherever I can. He is so grateful and like, thankful that you're doing that. And, um,
1: anytime, exactly.
0: Anytime is worth it. And we can, I'm just going to say this now we can all pray more. I don't care if you're the most spiritual (laughs) person on the planet." You can pray more, yeah. but that doesn't mean that God's sitting there condemning you if you don't pray. That does not mean God is sitting there saying, you didn't pray two hours today, like you out. No, no not at all. God oh. is so happy when you bring your heart and your, like your heart. The religious stuff is fluff and you don't need religious stuff. You need Jesus. You don't mm-hmm. need like, I'm so spiritual. You need God. Like that's what it comes down to.
1: Yeah.
0: I think so many times, like Religion is, like, this, like, weird thing where Christians are, it's this ideal that, like, we have to be so spiritual. But you don't. Bring your heart to God and watch him transform your life. Surrender all and admit your faults. Say, God, I messed up. Forgive me. And then he takes that and he throws it away. He says, oh, what sin? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's really cool. Um, Brooke, anything else to add? No. Okay, so this was our first episode of the podcast, Kiki and B, Um, I hope you all enjoyed this, if whoever's listening. Um, we're going to try to do this, like, once, maybe twice a week. Um, yeah. You know, kind of just have something. I was telling Brooke, like, kind of just have something to look back on in 20 years and be like, wow, look at how much we've grown from where we were as teenagers. Almost yeah. adults, though. Brooke's almost 20. Oh, my gosh. She's 20. getting old. Going to have to buy her cane for her birthday. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you all so much. Uh, catch you on the flip side. Peace out.